reading, <clears throat> reading from Luke chapter 2, and if you think back, Luke 1, it says that um, Luke set out to investigate everything and to research everything and, and to present an accurate account to Theophilus, his friend, God-fearer Theophilus. We are God-fearers and God-lovers. Let's hear the reading from Luke 2. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you've promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to be caused the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She'd lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. This is the word of the Lord. Now this morning, as well as it being the 1st of January and the first day of a new year, it is the first Sunday after Christmas. And one of the things I'm sure that we, that we know is that the story about Jesus doesn't end when Jesus is born. Sometimes we, we do get to Christmas Day, don't we? And we act as if that is it, that that's the end of the story. We've made it. 
And it's almost as if we, we close the book and we can move on until it all happens again uh, next December. And we can be guilty, can't we, of leaving Jesus in the manger rather than realizing that the story continues. And we see part of the story continued today uh, with the story of, of two people who enter into this, sto- into this um, nativity story. Uh, people like Simeon and Anna. How does this story begin? Well, Joseph and Mary take Jesus to Jerusalem for the purification rites and to offer a sacrifice. And so they take Jesus to the temple and they present him to the Lord. Now this all shows that Joseph and Mary were were righteous. They wanted to do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And they were devout in what they did. Now as they go to the temple, they first of all meet a man named Simeon. Now Simeon, as we see in this passage, was known as righteous and devout. And the Holy Spirit was on him. And our passage also says that the Holy Spirit revealed to him that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And moved by the Holy Spirit, Simeon goes into the temple courts, and it's here that Simeon meets Jesus. It must have been quite a moment, wasn't it? And Simeon takes Jesus into his arms and praises God, and he declares who Jesus is, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of Israel, and that this Savior Jesus will be for everyone. And Mary and Joseph marvel at what Simeon says. Now, the first thing I want to think about today is that Simeon believed that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And it was clear that this was from the Holy Spirit. And God was faithful. He was faithful to that promise. Now, just as a little aside here, that's quite a thing, isn't it? Imagine if you knew Simeon, and Simeon kept saying to you, you know, I am not going to die before I see the Lord's Messiah. How long had they been waiting? The people of Israel have been waiting for years. There have been 400 years of silence. There have been no prophet in Israel during that time before John the Baptist came. So you would have thought to yourself, you know, Simeon, come on. You know, you've just misheard God. But Simeon clearly had heard from the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine if any one of us here today said, I am not going to die because it's been revealed to me by the Holy Spirit that I will not die until the Lord has come back again. I think a lot of us would be like, hmm, really? Weigh it up. Simeon had heard from the Holy Spirit and God was faithful. Now, we don't know what age Simeon is in this passage. We, we presume that he is older. I guess we think that because um, Anna's older, as we'll see in a moment or two, uh, but also we possibly think, well, he's not going to die until he's seen the Messiah, so he maybe is quite old at this point. Simeon believes he's going to see the Messiah before he dies, and he does. You see, God is faithful to his promises. 
And we must always be aware that God is faithful to his promises. He will never let us down. He's always faithful and true. You see, we don't know how many years Simeon had been waiting. And maybe as year on year passed, there were people that were laughing at Simeon. Simeon, just just let it go, will you? Let it go. That is just not going to happen. A bit like, you remember in the Old Testament, Noah building an ark in the desert. And people thinking, well, Noah, what are you doing? There's no water here. What are you doing? Maybe they were thinking about Simeon. Simeon, look, give it up. You've heard wrongly. But Simeon hadn't. He had heard a promise from the Lord. And the Lord is faithful. And as well as being faithful to Simeon, he's also faithful to his chosen people, Israel. How? By sending this Messiah. By sending Jesus. And he's also faithful to the Gentiles. How? By sending Jesus. And so what do we see in this this lovely moment where God keeps this, this promise to Simeon? And what a moment when Simeon took Jesus in his arms. Is that not wonderful? It's lovely, isn't it? Whenever there's a, a baby born in the family. And uh, I remember when my nieces and nephews were born and we didn't have our boys by this point and I didn't know how to, how do you hold a baby? You know, hold their head, make sure they don't, you know. And you have them in your arms. You don't know what to do with this little bundle of joy. Can you imagine Simeon? There he is with his baby. Promise being fulfilled to him. How wonderful. So I want you to see, first of all, that God is a promise-keeping God. One who's trustworthy. And so we know that when we read his word, that we can trust it, because that is the kind of God that we have. And if we've been praying about something, and we believe that God is saying something to us through the Holy Spirit, we can trust that if it's truly from the Lord, it will come to pass. Because God is faithful. He was faithful to Simeon. He's faithful to Israel. He's faithful to his promises to bless the Gentiles. And he's faithful to us too. And that's an important message to start a new year with, isn't it? That God is faithful. No matter what happens to you this year, God is faithful. He's there with you. And you can hold to his promises. You can hold to those eternal promises. That no matter what happens in your life, as long as you have God in your life, all will be well can trust that maybe you just need that reassurance today that God is a faithful God in whatever circumstance you find yourself and especially as we go into this new year which if we're honest you might be facing with trepidation and also I want you to notice that his timing is perfect his timing is perfect You see what happens here? Simeon did see the Messiah. Can you imagine what would have happened if, you know, Simeon had died a week ago? That wouldn't have been very good, would it? But that's not what happens. Simeon did see the Messiah before he died. And now Simeon was at peace. God is faithful and true to his promises. 
Now, the second person in this passage that we'll look briefly at is Anna. Anna uh, was a prophet. I love Anna in more ways than one. I love Anna, of course. And Anna, in this passage, has been married for seven years, but has been married uh, or has been widowed uh, for many years. And indeed, in this passage, Anna is described as very old. It's the only time I'll ever get in no trouble in church by saying Anna's very old. So she was either 84, which is not terribly old in today's terms, or she had been a widow for 84 years, which means that she would probably have been over 100 years old, which is a good age. But this Anna in the Bible here is clearly devout. She never leaves the temple. She worships night and day, and she fasts and she prays. And when Jesus comes into the temple, she also recognizes that this child, Jesus, is someone who is special. And we guess that the Holy Spirit has revealed this to her. And so Anna gives thanks to God and speaks about the child. Now, it can't have been easy for Anna, being a widow for so long. I can't imagine being a widow for 84 years. That is a long, long time, isn't it? And in those days, if you were a widow, then your economic prospects were were probably not great. If you had no family to, to look after you. That's probably why she was in the temple, not just through her own devoutness, but also so she was provided for. But in the midst of the struggles in our life, what does Anna do? She gives thanks to God and she speaks about Jesus. Life is not is often not easy for us. And many of us here today know this. We might have lots of things in life, things that we would want to do, but life doesn't turn out the way that we expect it. But maybe we should take an example from Anna. Because Anna doesn't come across as bitter, does she? She comes across as devoted to God, thankful for Jesus, and praising God. And even when our prospects are unhopeful, we can trust in a promise-keeping God. We can praise God when we realize who Jesus is, and we can speak to him about others. You see, when you see Jesus for who he is, that he's not just a baby in a manger, that he's not just a normal man, that he's not just a prophet, but he's the very son of God, he is the Messiah, he is the saviour that we need. How can we not praise God? How can we not proclaim him to others? Sometimes that's an amazement to me in the church, and it's amazement to my own life as well sometimes. You know, I really believe and trust in Jesus. I believe he is a wonderful saviour. Therefore, why do I not get out more and tell people about him? I should, shouldn't I? Because he's wonderful. He's changed my life. You see, when we have Christ revealed to us, we have a great reason to praise the Lord, don't we? So as Christmas ends... And a year ends and a new year begins. 
Let's not think that Christmas is the end of the story. It's just the beginning. That's the wonder of it all. It's the beginning. You see, this Jesus who was born would not remain a baby. He grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was on him because he is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. He is our Savior. He is our Lord. So I want to encourage you this morning. He who promised is faithful. Do you believe that today? If you do believe it, then trust it. Trust that God is there and that whatever you face in this year to come, that God will walk beside you.